Now we have to recall what's going on here. Now remember, um, Moses brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Remember we talked about these adverse childhood experiences, right? Brought them out of Egypt. They were murmuring, complaining, traveling, you know, for 40 years trying to get to the promised land. They started giving into idolatry. The golden calf created the golden calf. Start worshiping that while uh, Moses was on uh, top of the mountain hearing from God, getting a word from God. They down there and they doing all these type of pagan things. And why did they do that? Because of adverse childhood experiences. Remember, the Israelites, they, they were under captivity in Egypt. And the majority, all of them that crossed over, they were raised under that regiment. So while they were under that regiment of the Pharaoh, you know, they were given food. They were given um, shelters. They were told, you know, that they had to, uh, you know, honor the Pharaoh, worship the Pharaoh, this, that, and the other, even though they were keeping to their uh, uh, traditions, right? They were still doing their traditions, but outwardly, when it came to public, uh, uh, um, expression, they had to recognize the Pharaoh as being a God. Okay. All of this oppression, this was upon them. So the Pharaoh, you know, he's giving his commands, you know, worship me. They had their pagan holidays. You got to do this, that, other, this, that, other. All right. Moses goes, enough is enough. Come on. We coming up out of Egypt. The Exodus occurs. They start going through, um, their time in the wilderness, start doing murmuring, complaining, disobedience, start doing things that once again, they reverted back to what they were doing in Egypt because all of that was on the inside of them. It had not purged out. They had not been delivered from the way that they were raised under the red, uh, uh, regime of the Pharaoh. So when we say, well, why in the world would people who ask for God to get them out of bondage and slavery and they know who, who they serve and they go and worship a pagan God because of the adverse childhood experiences. Sometimes we revert back to those things because it's familiar to us. We revert back to those things that are negative because we've learned to we've learned to uh, uh, become comfortable in it because that's what we know. But these things that are happening, these things that cause for them to fall short of the glory of God, it was because they did not get delivered from those things when they were younger. You know the word when it says, uh, 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 when it says, when I was, uh, um, when I was a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, right? We had to grow up. When we, we, we had to come, and a lot of these hurts and a lot of these disappointments, we have to ask God to deliver us and set us free. And we have to recognize them. And then we have to get into a place to repent. So that we can be free to these things. Okay, verse four. And if any of thine be driven out unto the outermost parts of heaven from thence, will the Lord thy God gather thee? And from thence will he fetch thee? And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it. And he will do thee good and multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart and the heart of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. God wants us to live. He wants to pull out those things that are not like him. As we read here, and it says, the Lord, the, he will gather thee and from hence will fetch thee and the Lord will bring into the land that thy fathers possess and thou possess it and he will do thee good. He will multiply thee above thy fathers. Why, why would he say that? 
because there are certain hurts that has happened to us from generations. And God is letting us know that if we accept the gift of salvation, if we walk with him and if we're obedient to his voice, wherein we follow his commandments and we flow with him when he gives us direction, that the things that our fathers did, right? He's going to give us beyond that because God is, what is he saying? I'm going to set you free wherein the things that may have happened to you because of your father's fathers, because of your guardians, because of your parents, because of whatever was placed upon you in your life. Don't, I'm going to multiply it where and you'll be blessed beyond measure. But I need you to come out of that. I need you to come out of captivity. I need for you to allow for me to circumcise your heart. What does that mean? God wants to circumcise thy heart. It says, and the Lord thy God, six, the sixth verse, will uh, circumcise thy heart and the heart of thy seed to love the Lord. So now we talked about the fathers, what they did, how God's, look, don't worry about that. I'm going to multiply and give you more than what your fathers ever had. Those the last generations, don't even worry about that. Release yourself from generational curses. Release yourself from what somebody said to you in yesteryear when you were younger and it made you feel as if you were, uh, uh, you weren't going to amount to anything. Release that. Cause when you release that, I'm going to bless you. You thought they had things. You thought that they, cause it does, it doesn't matter. People look at parents and guardians. They look at them as, uh, little gods. And sometimes we have parents that can do some nasty things to us, some evil things to us, and we still love them because they're our parents. And we still think that there's something great about them. So in that, knowing that, and God is telling you in his word, I'm going to bless you beyond what you even think or imagine your parents' greatness was. The way you looked at your parents, I'm going to take you to another level. I'm going to take you to another dimension. I'm going to show you something different. God is speaking that to us and letting us know, if you allow for me to circumcise your heart, let me peel off all of the gook. Let me peel off that disappointment. Let me take away that abuse. Let me tell you something. I've heard some stories and I know what people saying, oh, Dawn, but you ain't, you ain't this, that, and the other. No, I haven't been through. I was molested as a child and I was raped as a, uh, as a child from the ages of eight up until the age of 19 years old. And I tell you, I thought that all men were just devils and demons. And that's the way I thought of them because it was a relative. And it was someone that I thought was close to me that had my best interest in heart, not realizing that he was grooming me and he was trying to set me up for for destruction, literally looking me in my face and telling me that no one in life would ever love me. No one in life because you're damaged goods. And of course, for years, I held on to that. Through my 20s, I held on to that. I was hurt. I was disappointed. But when God came in and circumcised my heart, God began to take the scales off of my eyes. God presented and he said, I know this happened to you because I know people are saying this, but why would God allow this to happen? Sin nature is in the world because of the choice of Adam and Eve that was made. So the sin nature, it's here. Okay. And, and this world is actually it, it, the, the devil. He roars and uh, roams and, and looking whom he may devour. So that's his, that's what he does. But God is a deliverer. God had to show me. And God had to speak to me and show me that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. 
He told me that he, I was the apple of his eye through his word. You are the apple of my eye. And God had to take the scales off of my eye. He, he showed me my father. He said, there's good men in this world. He showed me my father. My father had one set of children that he loved dearly with one wife, my mother. And, and, and they raised us up and they loved us. I saw my father make sure that we did not lack for food, clothes, or shelter. I, he, he made sure that the Lord had to, I didn't see it. But the Lord was showing me this. I, I, even despite what that person did to you, look at who I placed around you. Now it's time for you to be healed. It's time for you to be made whole. I thank God for the ministers of the gospel that I grew up around with who are in my life today, that stood in my life as uncles, that always encouraged me, told me I was beautiful with no strings attached. I'm grateful to God that he had to open my eyes to see this is what this is. And this is men. And women alike. This brought young people growing up. You need to be a role model to them. You need to be as you never know what a child is going through. You need to be uh, if, if you're a man of God, a woman of God. You should not use your power at an advantage where it causes for somebody to be demised, but rather it should be used to lift somebody up to turn them around. And I thank God that He placed men of God, men around me who encouraged me. Then God had to show me again. When I started started getting into my career, God placed brothers around me who were real brothers. They looked out for me. They 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 look what you need help with it. No strings attached. They just were brothers. And God had to show me I created good men in this world. And I want you to know true love. And then God bless me with my husband, Bishop Dennis Manning. Yeah, I'm not going to say every day this, that married couples we know, but I know at the end of the day that my husband loves me and I'm grateful for it. But in order for me to have experienced that, God had to deliver me from my adverse childhood experience. That's why I'm saying this to you now. God has to peel those things off of your heart. He has to heal you. He has to make you whole. And then he said, I'm going to multiply thee above thy fathers. I'm going to put you above your fathers. I'm going to put you above those who did you harm. I'm going to put you above those who said you weren't going to amount to anything. And then he said, I will circumcise thy heart and the heart of thy seed. So now that you allow for God to circumcise your heart, because God, you allow for God to deliver you from the gunk, what's happening now? Your seed going to be blessed. Your seed not going to experience the nonsense that you, because now you're going to have an eye to see, right? Let me tell you something. My, my daughter tell you, I, since a chill little girl, I heard, no, you can't sleep over. We're not doing the sleepovers. You know, people can come over this house or whatever, but I don't know this person. No, we're not doing sleepovers. We can go on a play date and I'm there and they mama there, whoever. And then we're going to go home to our own places where we live. And we're going to see one another at another time. Why? Because I, I understood what happened? Sometimes, you know, uh, when your children, uh, 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 you're busy trying to get your life together and you're doing things and sometimes you're leaving your children in other people's care. People are not going to uh, uh, be as as uh, as uh, attentive as you would be as a mother or father. That's why even now we got a plan. Let's plan. You got children. All right, sweetheart. This is what we're going to do. You got grandparents and you have people that you trust. This, but you can't put your children in the trust of any and everyone. You can't do that because things will happen 
wherein they will experience things they shouldn't experience. Come on, it's healing going on tonight. It's healing going on tonight. Stay with me in the message. God circumcised your heart and then he's going to circumcise the heart of thy seed where they will not have to experience those adverse childhood experiences. They are not going to have to go through those curses. They are not going to have to go through being demonized, tormented, and experiencing those types of trauma because of your decision to allow for God to come into your heart to heal you and to make you whole. To love thy Lord, thy God, with all thy heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. God wants you to live. Somebody needs to say, live, 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 live. God wants you to live and he wants you to have a good experience in life. All of these things that say, okay, this happened to me and I was cut off and this, that, and the other. You got to make a decision now on Lord. What is the process that I need to take to be free from this thing, to be set free from this thing? God wants you to be made whole. God wants you to live and to live life abundantly. God put us here for a reason. Unfortunately, we have some things that happen to us. But as long as you get up, God will make a way out of nowhere. I, there's an athlete, a young lady. She was at an early age. Her mother would sell her for men to have sex with her for money in exchange for money. She did it so much that the girl prayed and asked God to paralyze her legs so that she wouldn't have to go through that. And, you know, being paralyzed, she wouldn't have to keep being traded off for sex by her mother. Her prayer actually happened. There was something that some, she drank some type of uh, uh, contaminated water and her legs became paralyzed. She thought she was good. She thought, I don't care about being paralyzed. Isn't that sad? When you go through something so harsh, you don't care about anything worse happening to you. You just want that to stop. Well, that was her situation. They wouldn't get her a wheelchair. They made her suffer and just on crutches, which was very difficult for her because development, her development and her physical development, of course, at the same time was interacting with this paralysis. And so it would cause for her to have difficulty um, walking. Finally, um, they took, put her in a program, a foster program. Another uh, couple came and adopted her and uh, they li she lived with uh, them and they abused her as well. She... Long story short, she got into um, a program wherein she was uh, she she was in foster care. After that uh, family, she reported it. She finally told her teacher. That's the story. She finally told her teacher and her teacher said that she could see that something was wrong and reported it. And they took her out of that home. They put her in foster care and she um, basically uh, became an adult and, and she was uh, came out of a foster care as an adult. And she was able to uh, pursue things on her own. And she got into um, she got into the sport uh, with the waterboards, um, the, the like kayak, kayaking. And she loved it so much that uh, she started to um, basically practice and do that because she couldn't do anything else because her legs were paralyzed. But through her kayaking, she became very, she became um, noted for doing this type of sport. She became whole. And then she said that while she was doing these things to make herself whole, she started becoming more powerful and she started helping other people. She said, but as long as she sat in a place 
wherein she just thought about her situation. It just kept pulling her back. And she said, I don't want to live that way. I want to live a full life. She made that choice to say, despite the hard life that I was, uh, uh, I didn't want and was just thrown into, I had the opportunity now to make myself whole and to make myself better. And she's a profound speaker. She goes around the world speaking and does it. And I'm sorry if when I get her name, maybe I'll post her name or whatever this and the other. But I just went through her story and I just was like, wow. I'm like, some, some of us, we feel like, okay, we are, somebody always got a story that may be a little bit more harsh than yours. And the whole thing of the matter is to just let yourself know you ain't got to hold on to that. Set yourself free. You can hold on to your hurt. You can hold on to those things that have harmed you as long as you want to, or you can choose to say, okay, I want to be free. Remember what I told you? It came to me as I was like, okay, I don't want to think like this anymore. I want to be free. I want to know and experience love. It was then when God opened up, he circumcised my heart. He opened up my mind and I was able to receive the love from my friends who I can now call brothers. I was able to receive love from a man that I now call husband. Before I was blocked up. I was blocked up because I was not, I was, I was wanting to hold on to that hurt. I didn't want, I was mad, I was angry, and I just wanted to hold on to that hurt. And I looked at every man as if they were a, a curse to the world. But God had to set me free. God had to set me free. And God, he will do the same thing for us, but we got to recognize it. We got to understand that God wants us to live. I'm going to stop right there because I know at a certain point in time, sometimes people get a little bored, but we're going to go back to Deuteronomy because I want to talk about the rewards of repentance. I had to get you there, but next time we're going to finish up and we're going to talk about the rewards of repentance, the importance of repentance. Repentance is for you to ask simply to say, Lord, I yield. Come on, Lord, help me. It's I need to work on me. He wants to make you whole. I know we. some of us have experienced things that we did not ask for, but that is not, those things do not make you who you are. You can come out of it. Just because somebody in your family was a, a drug dealer doesn't mean you have to be one. Just because you're around a whole bunch of people that may have been thieves and robbers, that doesn't mean you have to be one. God wants you to live. Because those lifestyles, the wages of sin is what? Death. Those lifestyles don't give you a lifestyle of happiness, joy, and peace. God wants you to have happiness, joy, and peace. But you must make the decision. You must make that decision. I hope you found something in the word tonight. We are going to continue to talk about deliverance, being made whole, healing. We're going to talk about adverse childhood experiences, how we need to heal from those things and how you can get better. You can get better. Let me encourage you right now. You do not have to hold on to those things. You do not have to feel like that's the tag for your life. You can get better and you can, through Jesus Christ, be made whole. Until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. Continue to walk with the King, knowing that he will walk with you. God bless you. Love your family.